0: Hey, welcome to The Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Life Edit Podcast with Tabitha Perry. Today, I have a new friend with me, Elise Smith, and she is going to be sharing with us the four C's to overcoming your inner dream stealer. I am so excited. Elise, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much, Tabitha. It is completely my honor. Oh, wonderful. Okay, Elise, so I didn't prep you for this, so I apologize. I am curious. Okay. Can you tell me before you go in and tell me all the amazing things you do, what are you really bad at adulting at? Like, what's something that you feel like as an adult, you're like, I should know how to do this, but I don't.
1: Oh my heavens. That is such a good question. And I love that we start with that. Um, I am bad at adulting at, Oh my heavens going to the dentist. I the dentist so bad. Sorry, dentist, if you're listening, but, <laughs> but it's, it was like, I went like seven years without going to the dentist. Cause I hated it so bad, but then I had a four hour dentist appointment to make up for all of that, which was awful. Oh so I, I learned my lesson, but I think that the adulting part that I have a hard time with is like, taking care of those little things. And we were actually just talking about this, taking care of those little things so that they don't become big things when yeah. it comes to like health and that type of thing. So, yep, I'll admit it.
0: <laughs> I love that. And just to own it and to know that there's other people too that don't like to go to the dentist. Yay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, Elise, would you mind just sharing with our listeners on, about who you are and what you do? Because um, it's just, it's such an incredible thing. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. So
1: I am a Christian business strategist for amazing Christian women entrepreneurs, mainly in the service-based industry. I love to help them reach five, 10,000 plus months in their business consistently, really by partnering with God, empowering their mindset, and utilizing biblical business strategy. I've been coaching for well over 12 years, and we basically take Fortune 500 company principles. We look at them through the lens of the Bible, and you get to work with me and our amazing team of coaches to be able to help you to really partner
0: with God and grow your business in the Lord's way, as opposed to the world's way. Mm, Oh, that is so good. And we know that it's only going to be successful when we focus on God and have our business be honoring to him. And that may mean pivoting a lot.
1: Definitely. Especially because the Lord's way is so different than the world's way. You know, we have all of these people who tell us this is how you have to build a business. And then when you actually take it to the Lord, it's like, huh, well, maybe my way is actually different. We are to run our own race, right? And so it's it's interesting to see our clients go through that process of getting really connected and focusing all that inspiration and revelation that they're receiving in their personal life into their business. And it's amazing what can happen when you do that.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. And on the flip side, too, you probably hear all of the things that women have going on in their life and the inner thoughts that hold them back, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I would love if you would start sharing with us the four C's. I mean, I don't even know what they are. Like, I want to know what these C's are of overcoming your inner dream stealer. Absolutely. Yeah. So here's the thing is that we
1: have outer dream stealers, right? Maybe friends and family who don't understand why we work business or why we go for the goals that we go for. And that's okay. We have to just kind of accept where they're at and the fact that they probably really do love us and they just maybe don't understand our, our goal or our dream, but it's the inner dream stealer that stops us in our tracks. <clears throat> and I came face to face with my inner dream stealer many years ago. We were in Network marketing company, and we were in this huge stadium with like twelve thousand people, and they were doing what they call edutainment, where they would act out a skit to be able to teach business principles, and we loved it. And so I'm watching this skit go on, and this man, every single time that he looked at himself in a mirror or any kind of reflection, he would tell himself all these terrible things, like Mm -hmm. "You're a failure. Why do you even try? You're just spammy and salesy. You're not going to have any friends by the end of your business." Like all these terrible things that honestly, we would never even say to another human being, but we say in our heads, because we think that we're the only ones in there where God is like looking down on us saying, stop beating up my daughter. (laughs) Yes. And so, you know, in this moment, when he's going through this skit, that was such a life-changing moment for me, because I realized for the first time, how I talked to myself for my entire life. Mm. I didn't realize you could control your thoughts and your emotions. And you just kind of had to go through it and play damage control afterwards, which is a terrible way to live by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I remember my husband, he was looking around at the room and I guess it was kind of a funny skit and everyone was having fun with it. And he looked over at me and I am ugly crying, like mascara all down my cheek and just, just hurt so bad at how I had been treating myself and how I hadn't even, and realized that that was a thing. And so in that moment, I decided that I refuse to let my inner dream stealer steal my dreams anymore. Mm -hmm. And I need to really follow that scripture of taking captive my thoughts so that the adversary doesn't win. So that's really where all of this came from, is that we all have that inner dream stealer voice in our head. And I knew I had to find a way. And of course, I took that to the Lord and he gave me those four C's to overcoming your inner dream stealer. And they have helped me and my clients so much. So I am so happy to share those with you today.
0: Yes. Well, wonderful.
1: Okay. So what is the first one? (laughs) So number one is all about awareness. So we call this check-in. You've got Mm -hmm. to check in with yourself on a regular basis and see what are the empowering and disempowering thoughts that you're having, because we all know that our thoughts create our emotions or our feelings, our feelings create our actions or our inactions, and those create the results that we have. So if you want to change your results, you've got to start with your thoughts and your feelings. Yeah. And that is exactly what check-in is all about. Have a plan to check in with yourself. It could be setting an alarm on your Apple watch every hour to go off and just be like, okay, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Right. It could be at the end of the day, you write down what you were feeling and thinking. And especially when you thought, when you think about your feelings, what are the thoughts that have contributed to those feelings? So we've got to check in with ourselves. Otherwise the, our brains can run a mile a minute, like a a three-year-old in a candy shop. Right. And so we need to take captive those thoughts so that we can be aligned with God. And we're not constantly fighting ourselves of, I believe in myself. Nope. I don't believe in myself. And then of course you're exhausted at the end of the day, if you fight that battle all the time. So number
0: one is check-in. Oh my goodness. That is so good. I love that. I feel like so many of us efficient people efficient women want to skip over this. No, no, no. Like I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I'm just going to skip to the next thing, but like awareness and checking in and being aware of your thoughts and your feelings, because God gave those to you. They are valid. It Mm -hmm. is okay. If they are different than what other people are experiencing, you have them. They are valid. The Lord got angry. The Lord got sad. Like we can have these feelings. Now we just can't stay in them. Right. And so being aware of them is the first step. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: exactly. So one is check-in. Number two is challenge. It's just like, you know, everything you read on the internet is not correct. Well, just because a thought pops into your head doesn't mean that it's actually truth. And so we need to really have that gift of discernment and to cultivate that of knowing is this truth or is this a lie from the adversary? Because he is tricky. He will really confuse and almost mix truth with lies so that you believe it. And so we need to challenge that. So for instance, uh, my husband and I, when we were in that network marketing company, I knew we had to talk to people and I was painfully shy. Like it's pretty amazing how far I've come in the years that that I've been outside of that company, but it's just, it was one of those things that we knew that we needed to talk to people. You can't grow your business unless you're talking to people. Right. And so, um, we were, we would sign ourselves up for networking events like once a week for a whole year. Guess how many we went to in that whole year. How many? Zero. None. Every single time it was the same situation. We'd sit in front of the library or wherever it was being housed at, right? And we would look at each other and he'd be like, do you wanna go in? And I'd be like, no. And (laughs) I'd be like, do you wanna go in? He's like, no. And so we just, we had to kind of figure out what was going on. And when we checked in with our thoughts, Mm -hmm. it was no one wants to talk to you. You're gonna make a fool out of yourself. What if you're in the middle of a conversation and you can't think of anything else to say and then you run out of the room screaming, right? (laughs) Like, of course, all these terrible things pop up in your head. And that was that first thing of checking in with our thoughts. And then challenging them. Okay. Mm. How true is it really that no one wants to talk to me? Right. And how true yeah. is it really that I have no idea what I'm doing or that I'm a fool or whatever failure or whatever you want to call it, you have to really challenge that. So you can ask yourself, how true is that for me really? Or what's another way to look at that? Because when you start to challenge those thoughts that pop up, then we're not just blowing like a wind in the leaf, you know, a leaf in the wind. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, by everything that hits us, we're actually able to take advantage of the agency and the choice that God has given us. And so that first one is check-in. We've got to start with what's going on. Challenge is to really say, how true is that for me? Really? Cause you're going to find, you're going to identify your lies pretty quickly that way.
0: Wow. And that is so good. And, and that's biblical, right? In Philippians four, it tells you to test your thoughts, right? Is it true? Is it noble? Okay. Is it good? So this is something that we need to be doing. But if we don't know what our thoughts are, right, that checking in process, that first part, we don't know what to challenge. And so like there is it's kind of linear, like you need to do the first thing you do the second thing. I love it. All right. So so what's the third C? (laughs) So the third C is to choose. We've got to Mm. check in, challenge,
1: and then choose. We just talked about how we've been given this gift of agency or choice from our Heavenly Father. And when we don't use that gift, how do you think that makes Heavenly Father feel, right? Like I've given you the ability to choose, why are you not choosing? And then when we do choose, we can co-create with God to create what we actually want to have in our lives. And so you have to know what you want first, right? So if we take me sitting in that chair, you know, in that car, terrified to go into it networking event. I've checked in with my thoughts. I feel like I'm just a failure, right? And then I challenge that and say, no, I'm not a failure. And I know, you know, that I am a daughter of God and I have that strong power. Now I want to choose how I want to walk into that room. So I choose to have confidence and I choose my thoughts to be able to build that confidence, such as I've rocked this scene before, right? Yeah. Or I know that I've got God on my side, so I know I can do this. And, you know, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Even choosing scriptures to help you or choosing past experiences, but we get to choose. You can't co-create something with God until you choose what you actually want to have. And so choice is such a powerful thing and choosing the truth of who you are, such as a daughter of God, who's priceless and precious and powerful beyond belief. When you have those thoughts in your mind, then the feelings automatically come. So we've got to know what we want to have, whether it's a feeling or a thought or a result. And then we work backwards to really get our thoughts aligned and choose those thoughts
0: that are going to empower what we want to experience and co-create with God. Mm, That's so, so beautiful. And just this choice, right? So many times women can feel stuck in their circumstances and stuck in life. But when we really think about the free will that God has given us, we are, we are not stuck. We absolutely have a choice. We have a choice to pick up the phone and call someone, call that client, call that new person. You want to be a client. You have the choice to get off, off the couch and do the laundry or not do the laundry. Your life will not self-destruct. Right. But we get to choose. And when we choose those thoughts, like you're talking about, then you get the actions and the results that really just align. Oh, this is so good. Amazing. All right. So then what's, what's the fourth C? Good, good. So we've got check-in, challenge, choose.
1: And the fourth C is change. Now change sounds like it's like wave a magic wand and you've changed. right? And we know it doesn't happen that way. Change is a process. In fact, if you think about the way that your brain is wired, it's always going to take the path of least resistance. So if you are used to having disempowering thoughts, it's going to take a little bit of effort to actually start changing the, the pieces of your mind to be able to go into that different path that you want to create. And so we use a couple of different ways um, here at Divinely Driven Results to help to change your thought process. One is just to think about what was it that helped me to feel this way before? So if I, let's say I'm Netflixing and chilling with popcorn and I know that I really should be prospecting right now. Right. And we, we lack that motivation, that internal motivation. Sometimes it's like, no, I just don't, I just want to chill. I, you know, worked hard, whatever. Right. And so if I want to feel motivated, then what made me feel motivated in the past? there are scriptures, there are Ted talks, like anything from Anthony Robbins, like totally fires me up and it helps me to feel motivated. It can be as simple as that. We can literally use our actions to start changing our thoughts and our feelings. And so all of it is so connected. So whatever it is that you choose to feel and choose to think, go do the thing that helped you feel that in the past. So that's our first one. The second one I'm going to give you guys is think about your inner dream stealer is in a courtroom with you, right? And he's saying like, Elise is a huge failure because of this and this and this, and he'll go all the way back to grade school when you cheated on a test and you didn't even know what cheating was, right? And he'll just bring all that up into your face so that you can't see anything else. But this is where our choice comes in as well. We have the same power. We can actually make that same list of how incredibly successful we are or how incredibly motivated we are or whatever it is that you want to co-create with God. And that scripture, seek and ye shall find, is so true. We have to be careful of what we're unconsciously seeking. And we also need to be careful about what we're are consciously seeking. And so start to look for all of those ways that you're the exact opposite of what the adversary is telling you or trying to convince you of. And so for every single lie that the adversary tells you, that inner dream stealer voice, make sure you counteract it with three truths about you. And then all of a sudden you will start shifting your seek and you shall find, and you'll see that all of those things are lies and you'll remember the truth of who you are.
0: Oh yes. And then I see it's almost cyclical, right? Too. So then you have this change and then you need to combat it with truth. Well, then you need to do the Mm check-in of like seeing where you're, what you're feeling, who you are, who God made you. That is very, I love that. That just works so beautifully together. I just love things that have order, and this has order to it. (laughs) Me
1: too. I know I'm a list person. You can ask my (laughs) happy. I make lists of lists.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, and just this idea of going into the courtroom, right? And, you know, the devil wants us to remember all of the nasty things about ourselves. Well, I mean, in Romans eight, it says there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And so it is like, that has been a verse that I have to like tell myself so much. Cause I am so hard on myself. I am so hard. Everyone is hard on themselves, right? Like you said before, like you wouldn't say some of these things to other people, it's just to ourselves. And so making that change of, and choosing it's so important.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And including God, every step of the way, right. Mm -hmm. That check-in. Okay, God, what am I really feeling? What am I really thinking going deeper? Right. And then that challenge of help me to see the truth in this situation and that choose of what do you want to co-create with me? What will help us to be able to help me, um, become that better person that you want me to be. And then the change we really, it's hard to change without divine help. And we have the best help we can possibly have. And, so we need to remember to have God every step of the way, but those are things you can do. I mean, you can do this process in 30 seconds to a minute if you want to. So just keep that in mind, check in challenge, choose change every single time.
0: Yes. And I imagine the more that you practice with it, it'll just get quicker and quicker and quicker, and you will eventually just see yourself evolve and mature in ways that you had no idea was even possible. And again, because God helped you. Oh, this has been so amazing. Very, very helpful. Um, what, okay. So this is the kind of the last thing I like to add my podcast with when I have guests is what is something that you would suggest to, um, our listeners of like taking small little edits in their life so that way they can get the big results. What would be one of those small edits you suggest?
1: Yeah, I think, so there's there's a phrase that basically talks about how um, regular people, uh, they usually feel their way to an action, right? If you feel like yeah. doing something, then you'll do it. Uh, it's almost like we become an adult. We're like, well, I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to. When I'm an adult, I can do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but successful people act their way to a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, especially as you are making these changes in your life is that. It's the little things that count. And so even just those little things where you can act your way to a feeling. So for instance, if you um, have a website that you're working on right now, and maybe it's totally intimidating you and you've done the check-in challenge, choose, change process, right? You've done the four Cs. But what we want to do is we want to just start Five minutes, that's all you can give it. Just start for five minutes a day on whatever it is that you want to do. And what you'll find is either at the end of the five minutes, you're like, okay, well, I'm done. I don't have to do any more. And you did five minutes more than you normally would have. Or you will usually find that that actually gets you going. And then you have the feeling that you wanted to have before you started because you've created that. And so acting your way to a feeling is the best way to handle that of your little tiny small changes. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, tiny or big or anything in between. It's just about helping you to get that self-discipline and that trust, which we were talking about on my show the other day, um, that, uh, that you can start building up that trust in yourself and really just taking those tiny steps that the Lord wants you to take to be able to fulfill the purposes he's given you. Mm,
0: Beautifully said. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for being my guest as my new friend. And this has just been really helpful, I'm sure for the listeners, but also for myself. Like I just learned so much and this is why I love doing this. It's just really engaging and connecting with people and figuring out those little edits that we can make in our life to get those big results. So Thank you so much, Elise. And thank, thank you, you listeners for taking the time. And I just really encourage you to follow and through with what you learned today and just take action. The check-in, the challenge, the choose and the change. It's just so beautifully said. All right, listeners, have a great day.